Welcome to Duel of Taints. I'm your host, Kane. And I'm your other host, <laughs> Rhett. Alright, Rhett. How are you doing this week? Anything, doing good. Anything new? I heard you saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I did. How'd that go? It was great. Moving on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Tell no, me more. No, no. It was actually really good. I wanted to see it. I mean, you know, I never knew anything really about Guardians of the Galaxy, but I saw the trailers for it, and at first I was like, this kind of looks cheesy, but as more and more came out... I was thinking to myself, like, man, this is the exact type of movie I would love to see. Yeah. Kind of like a B comic book series turned into, like, a Hollywood blockbuster. They have to rely on, like, you know, good writing and wit and good movie making to make it work, you know? Like, it's not like, let's make the next Batman movie and, well... Or is it is it DC or Marvel? I think it's Marvel. Marvel, yeah. See, I love that that Marvel or whoever, whatever studios has the Marvel rights is starting to take some of the lesser known... Yeah, I thought it was a really comic good idea. book series or graphic novel series, whatever it is. Because I'll admit, I I never read Guardians of the Galaxy, but I did. Uh, I'd seen it, I'd heard of it, I heard it was good. Yeah, it was always on my list of stuff to read, but I never I never got to it. And then I saw the trailer come out, and I recognized it so much as I knew what the comic books were, and I was like, God, that looks good. Yeah, uh, movie ended up being better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Bailey even went and saw it with me, and she didn't despise it. Which is saying something. I mean, yeah. overall, I mean, it's... What, what did Max think? That's the ultimate opinion. Max liked it. Okay. I mean, I don't think he liked it as much as I did, but... My brother, Max, well, um... He's a movie critic. No, I, I seriously, like, more than any movie, like, actual critic, you know, in the newspaper, magazines, or on TV, I trust that guy's opinion more than anything, because more often than not, that guy is 100% correct. Yeah. If, if the movies are good or not. Like, there's been times where I, hey, Max, should I go see this? And Max, Max would be like, no, don't see it. It's shit. It's crap. <laughs> right. And then, like, months later, like, it's on video. I'm like, I'm going to rent it. I never saw it in theater. And then I watch it. I'm like, oh, Max was right. This sucks. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah, I know. So it's like, I, I, I don't think I've, I've come across a time where that guy's been wrong. Yeah. I'd say so. But anyway, so. But it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was I mean, good. I'm pr- I was laughing out loud the whole time. It was funny because you had this little joke you said about, like, earlier saying, like, if that guy needs my arm, you know, I'd give it to him. Like, there's a bit in the... Oh, I was talking the, about Mike Maxey. Yeah. There's a bit in the movie where uh, where Rocket, the raccoon... Yeah, okay. I have a question about that, but keep going. He was my favorite character, actually. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, what's well, your question? My question was how well that was my biggest concern with the movie is how well that character was going to translate on film. Uh, better I, than I thought it would. Really? Like, honestly, the trailer I was like, really? Well, like the trailer, a tree and a raccoon. Well, the initial trailer I thought was brilliant. In fact, it also made me nervous, but I also thought it was smart. I think they chose all of his worst lines for the trailer. Oh well, because the original trailer they didn't have Groot or a yeah. Rocket speak at all. Yeah. Which I thought was smart because like, well, if that. If, if they suck, if they ruin the movie, it's good they don't have to speak in the trailer. Uh, at least they get the first weekend good. But look, uh, Vin Diesel has like one line overall as Groot. I saw, I know, I read that um, in a not a review, but like a thing about the movie that yeah. he only, he always says like I am Groot. Yeah, but like he recorded like thousands of different versions yeah, of it. Yeah. Because that's his response to everything. I am Groot. Or he's like charging. He's like I am Groot. And then there is this like really touching part when he's like, we are. <laughs> no, yeah, I actually cried so, at that part. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> no, so so like, the, the raccoon, like the cheesiness, like 
See, ended comic up being, books, that translates so much better. He ended up You being, can do stuff like yeah. that in comic books, but uh, movies Groot, is different. Groot and, Raku and Rocket ended up being my favorite like, two really? characters. Oh, like, nice. Okay, that like, makes I mean, Chris movie. Pratt's character, Star-Lord, was freaking hilarious. But, like, Zoe Saldana, like, her character was kind of, like, one-dimensional in my mind. Like, uh, Batista, his character was kind of one-dimensional. Like, he had some funny lines because, like... I guess his people don't understand metaphor. They're completely Batista, literal. The wrestler Batista? Yeah. Yeah, he's he plays Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. That's did you ever watch wrestling girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batista was Who's Batista was coming into it like when I was getting out of it. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? The Rock. Really? Yeah, I loved The Rock. Mine's always been always has been and still is, even though I think I mean wrestler wrestling is pretty stupid. But professional wrestling is stupid. I mean but Undertaker still always will, the, will so always the be Undertaker my the Undertaker's always been there. But like overall, my overall favorite has always been The Rock, followed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like uh, that guy was such a badass. If, you, if when you're I was gonna a go kid. for a bald wrestler, you got to go Goldberg. Fuck Goldberg. Gold, Who the fuck? In a real life fight, fuck the like the choreographed shit that's pro professional wrestling. Goldberg versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Goldberg kicks his ass every time. The dude was actually a professional football player. Hey, Lisa. Hi. Um, shut up. No, Kane. <laughs> Kane, this is how you know Stone Cold is the best. Because when I was a kid, we had a PlayStation at the house. Okay? Jason got the very first WWF. Jason from ND Brothers, by the way. Jason from ND Brothers. And Giant, Giant Growth. Growth. <laughs> uh, uh, he got the very first WWF SmackDown game. And the game was called SmackDown. And you could create your own wrestler, and, um... Do you want me to pause it? But Kane. <laughs> but anyway, Stone Cold Steve Austin, we, SmackDown. We, sorry, we had to jump around, but... So he got this game, WWF SmackDown. It was, like, one of the first wrestling games for the PlayStation. And it was the best. It was the defining... Did you ever try WWE when Goldberg was on it? Listen. Listen. I'm not done. No, seriously, WWF no. SmackDown... And then you could create your own wrestler, right? Okay. You with me? I'm with you. You create your own wrestler. I never played video and you games could create... up other than Super Nintendo. But... Okay. Well, the way this game worked when you created your Mario own... Kart on GameCube. Hell yeah. I'm just going to keep interrupting. I'm sorry. <laughs> you sorry. could create your own wrestler, and the way you did it was that you had a set number of moves that you could uh, like set to your wrestler. And so you went through, and you made the moves. And then you had the more powerful moves you could add on. And then you could have your wrestler have a special move. Yeah. And you could pick from all of the moves that all the other wrestlers have. And the most powerful special move, the most powerful signature move that any wrestler had was the Stone Cold Stunner. Bullshit. Here's it the, here's did the reason why that's damage. bullshit. Here's the reason why that's bullshit. Tell me why that's I bullshit, I guarantee Kane. you, when that game came out, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the most popular, popular wrestler on the WWF. The Rock Roster. was on the cover, I think. Yeah, but I remember. I remember a time when it was The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin as the two most popular. I guarantee you, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the most popular at the time, or arguably the most popular in that in WWF. But WCW, I think, is which which is what uh, it was either WCW or WWE. I can't remember. Well, it, the WWF. Became the WWE later. Okay, so it's WCW it was Goldberg. With well, was, Goldberg was on WWF later, later, after, but after his contract ended with uh, WCW, but he was on WCW first. And dude, Goldberg was freaking again. It's fake. No one like right in. Like, whoa, you know, whoa, wrestling's whoa, whoa, fake, whoa. right? 
But no, but I mean, like, Goldberg was freaking entertaining as shit to watch. That dude was cool. And he's still wrestling right now, I think. I don't think, I think he's in one of, like, I think he's in the league that Hulk Hogan created. I think. I don't, I could be wrong, but. My, just, Steve Austin was just so awesome. It's funny, because, like, when I watch Larry the Cable Guy now, I'm like, oh, God. It's like a fat, drunk version of Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I was uh, listening to NPR, National Public Radio, and they had an interview with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he was talking. He, I guess he's really big into yoga as a, as a, uh, a way to rehabilitate former wrestlers, like the yeah. And it's actually really interesting. The guy, I never liked his character in wrestling, but as a person, he's actually a really interesting, cool guy to listen to. I, I actually, I mean, Stone Cold. Stone Cold, yeah. He was actually a really like pretty articulate, pretty smart guy, pretty cool. Yeah, he was no, talking actually, about yoga. Dude, every wrestler, every wrestler outside of wrestling is so cool. Like the Undertaker, uh, uh, Mark. Can't remember his last name, but I his don't know real his name. Real name, sorry. But uh, I guess him and um, oh, what's the guy that went to the octagon to the UFC? Um, Brock Lesnar. I guess they yeah. had like a real life tiff between each other, like a, like, a, like a feud. Yeah, and like after Brock Lesnar got his sh- the shit kicked out of him by uh, Cain Velasquez, I think it was the guy who finally um, kicked his ass in the title fight. Like uh, Undertaker was ringside, so Brock and Br- this is right after Brock Lesnar got his ass beat. And there's an inter- some ladies interviewing the Undertaker about like, oh, how'd you like the fight? Oh, Undertaker, he's being you know, he's, oh, it was good, it was a good fight. You know, I mean, Cain Velasquez really you know brought it, whatnot. And then Brock Lesnar, this is after the fight. Brock Lesnar walks by. You know, going back towards the locker room. Yeah. And you can see him in, kind of in the background a little bit. And he's only like five or six feet away from the Undertaker. Yeah. But he, he kind of looks at the Undertaker. And you can see Undertaker go, you want to do it? You want to go right now? <laughs> this, I mean, which I thought was pretty pretty lame-ass shit doing it after a guy got his ass beat. But, right, yeah. But Brock Lesnar just kind of looks and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? In real life, Brock Lesnar kicked the shit out of the Undertaker. See, Brock Lesnar was just getting into it like when I was getting out of it. Like into all those wrestlers, wrestling? like into the WWE okay. or F or whatever it was at the time. Like I started getting out of it at that point. Like, yeah, dude, I just I don't know. Like I love The Rock. Like you know, there's uh, you were you were WWF slash E guy. I was always a WCW guy. No, I always no. I I like not sure why. Oh, I I liked Goldberg. I liked Hollywood Hogan better than I liked Hulk Hogan. Just, for a while, uh, um, Hulk Hogan yeah, went to yeah, WCW. Yeah. I always liked his, his persona on um, the WCW better than I did. I'm probably one of the only per- people ever that like did that. But yeah, I always wondered for a long time, like, because you know they always called Austin 316. Yeah, Austin you know? 316. I remember that. And I was always, I always wondered why they called him that. And actually, a couple, like, I think it was like last year, I figured it out, and it's because uh, during some promo event he was doing. He was uh, he was supposed to be wrestling against like a born again a born again uh, Christian. Oh, it was Jake the Snake, I think. And he, his character Jake, at the time—that's old school. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. old school WWF. I well, used this to watch is the mid nineties. This is the mid nineties no, when I'm, this happened. And I'm talking early nineties, late eighties. Yeah. Oh Jake no, no, yeah. I I know Jake the Snake, and then but his character at this time during the mid nineties was supposed to be like a born again Christian, and so during a promo for like a big wrestling match, like Austin says this thing, and I got the quote here. It says. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms. Talk about your John 316. Well, Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Oh, damn. <laughs> Jake the Snake, that guy was cool as shit. That was probably 
one other than the Undertaker, because I've always liked the Undertaker ever since the early '90s when my grandma. Uh, jo- Undertaker's always been one of my. My, my grandma Joan, my parents would never let me watch it. But my yeah. grandma Joan used to like let me watch WWF when I went to her house or yeah. when she was babysitting me. And he Undertaker was always my. Fa- he still is. I mean, the dude like has the best kind of entrance to anybody in professional wrestling. And I mean, the persona's cool, coolest moves. Even now, he's older than shit. But, um, yeah, my, Jake the Snake was always my second favorite. That guy was cool as shit. My, I remember my dad, this is, I also, I'm really, this is kind of embarrassing. I feel horrible about the story, but my dad, growing up, when I was four years old, I really wanted those, uh, what was the, what are the, what are those called when, like, the, this is, like, late 80s, early 90s, when, um, they came out with these, these, to- basically toy trucks or cars that you could, uh, that, that little kids could sit in and drive. What are those called? Anybody? Yeah, like power, power, power wheels. Power wheels. There you go. Um, I wanted. The, I remember that it was my fourth birthday. I wanted one so freaking bad because, like, my best friend Brian Meisner had one, and I wanted one so bad. <laughs> I begged my parents and my poor ass dad. You know, cause my, this is right around the time my brother was diagnosed with autism. Mm-hmm. My dad was working two, three jobs, 80, 90 hours a week, just to pay for the, just to pay the bills and the doctor bills. You know, because they were taking Max to special school. You know. Yeah. My poor dad is working his ass off, getting maybe three, four hours of sleep a night, if that. And I begged him endlessly for a Power Wheels. And the poor guy, I mean, they couldn't afford it because, you know, he's having to pay all these doctor bills, not to mention, you know, all the other bills. Because my mom had no choice but to stay home and take care of Max and me. This is before Bailey's even born. And uh, so I remember my birthday came out. And the poor guy probably worked 40 hours of overtime at the time to pay for because you know I liked wrestling so he brought me this bought me this like WWF wrestling with like four figures and Jake the Snake was one of them yeah and Hulk Hogan was another I can't remember the other two I don't think it was the Undertaker but uh and the little action figures that came with it this little miniature wrestling ring with like oh, cool. with ropes and everything yeah it probably cost the guy at the time at the time probably cost him 50 bucks and this is the early 90s yeah so bear in mind that's a lot of freaking money yeah. back then 40, 50 bucks and and he brought that home. To this day, I, I had to apologize to him a few years back. I, 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 and he brought that to me on my fourth birthday. Here you go, happy birthday! He was so excited because he thought he did good. You know, poor guy worked his ass off. And I was like, but I wanted Power Wheels. I, I don't want this. Aww. Oh, oh, moron! Uh, to, You're an asshole. I was four. Number one, <laughs> I was four, and but no, but to this day, I feel guilty. I remember a few years back, I was like, Dad, I'm sorry. That was the biggest dick move ever. It, Poor guy was working so many freaking hours, and it probably he probably had to like put off paying other bills just to pay for that. So like, oh yeah, I mean, especially now that I have kids, I know how hard I have to work, you know, just to pay the bills. I was just like, God, that was a dick move. Even as a four year old, like, God, that was just a spoiled rotten brat move. So yeah, but anyways, in my defense, after about an hour, I freaking started playing with that thing. I had that toy. Probably till Bailey was probably for six seven years I played with that thing I I played the shit out of it until I think Bailey uh, took scissors to the the ring and <laughs> clipped the, the ropes <laughs> but she was like two at the time so it's like Why did I, I had that coming I had it coming oh Bailey was horrible she used to when Katie our cousin Katie was living with us um. That her and Bailey, because me and Max shared a room. We had a three bedroom house. My mom and dad had a room. Me and Max shared a room. And Bailey and Katie had a room. <laughs> Bailey, 
bless her heart, would uh, get into ba- uh, uh, Katie's shit, and literally she would poop, and then spread the crap not all around the walls, and on she then then you know she would put on Bailey or uh, Katie's like swimming suit or underwear and stuff and walk around in it. You know she's two, she's two, but like. I, I just think you remember like walking into the room after Bailey had had her way with Katie's stuff and Katie, you know, she's six years older than me. So she was kind of building, she's, she's my older sister in, in reality. Cause we, she's lived with us for so long, but she was also, you know, the older sister thing. She'd kind of pick on me a little bit and make my life miserable. I, I remember going, Oh, go Bailey. Yes, do it, do it. And then Bailey would leave the room and go somewhere else and play. And I, I take some of Katie's other clothes and I'd, Spread it, spread the poop even worse, and then blame it on Bailey because new Bailey, she's too, she's not going to get in that much trouble over it. So, anyways, having said all that, God bless Jake the Snake. (laughs) (laughs) Right? God bless Jake the Snake. I guess, I guess here I read that the era that I watched the WWF in is called is nicknamed now the Attitude Era, and it was like their attempt to like introduce like more adult themed yeah. like, programming to it so there was like more violence like more sexual like stuff yeah like yeah and see it says here like that uh it, a lot of wrestlers who came to stardom at that time stone cold steve austin the rock you remember triple h yeah, oh yeah kurt angle yeah oh yeah doing that in second the x grade thing, the x thing on, oh well yeah you're quite a bit younger than i am i remember in sixth seventh grade that was right about the time i started getting away from wrestling yeah but Triple H's move where he'd make, cross his arms, make the X. And yeah, then, like, and it was like sucking. Then, then throw it down on his crotch or whatever. Yeah. I remember we used to do that all the time. So great because, oh, it's funny, you know, because that's right, right around the age where you get really perverted. And, <laughs> yeah. At least I, was I did. perverted in second grade. Mick Foley. Oh, Mankind. Yes. Oh, Mankind. That was my favorite character from Dude, that WWF. that guy's still around. He's still badass. He's not wrestling, but he's like, he's doing comedy stuff like right now. Like. Dude, well, he's he had so four cool. different characters going at the Cactus same time. Cactus Jack, Mankind, Mick Foley, and oh, there's one other one. It's, it's like Rainbow something, or, or is it? Not Rainbow. Cactus Jack, Mankind. But his logo is like a rainbow. He's like a hippie kind of thing. Oh yeah. I can't remember the name, but because like I said, I was WCW, but WWF. I would watch for Undertaker versus Kane, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Mankind was always cool because I like the sock thing he would do. That was always cool. Um, a lot of wrestlers came over from the WCW at this time. Um, Chris Jericho, oh, I yeah. knew him. Big Show, oh, Big Show, the Giant. Yeah, he was the in WCW. He was the Giant because um, Andre the Giant yeah. had, had his con. He he is long dead by this point, but he still had the name copyrighted yeah. through WWF. So Big Show couldn't be the Giant in WWF. He had to be the Big Show. Yeah. Even though he was actually, I mean, that dude was freaking huge. He still is. Oh, he's still alive. But Dude, one of my favorite times when I was watching was like when The Rock and Big Show had a feud, like in the storyline. Yeah, yeah, I remember and that. so like, they had to fight each other. And I remember one time Big Show went to go do The Rock's signature move, which was the people's elbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and was such a cheesy you do, character. You do the people's elbow and you take off the armband, you throw it into the crowd, and then you go off one rope. You go, and because they're laying right in the middle of the ring, mm-hmm. and you go off one rope, and you bounce, and you jump over them, and you go off the other rope, and then you come, and you do this little jig, and then you slam them with the elbow. Yep. And there was one time when The Rock went to go do it, and Big Show literally just reached up and grabbed his throat, 
from the ground and the rock was like Ooh, and then big show gets up and he picks him up and like choke slams him onto the ground and then the big show does the people's elbow onto the rock oh oh man. it was so badass dude the big show that guy and that guy's a freaking what was he like seven foot look it up real quick but i think the guy was like seven foot three or seven foot two. Oh yeah he was seven that dude foot. was, he was like monster. he was like 300 pounds because the undertaker and he dwarfed the undertaker and kane and both those guys are like 610 kane six, is really nine. tall kane was another one who became really popular and he was in a tag team with the undertaker for yeah they're the, bro- the, the brothers of destruction or or something like that is that what they were called no, no like a ministry of were they the ministry of darkness no no See, I'm more of a WCW because I remember the flock with Ray, uh, with Raven and Saturn. Those guys were cool. The Four Horsemen with Roddy. Uh, I remember the Four Roddy Horsemen. Roddy Ron Piper or, or Ronnie Ron, Ron, Ron Roddy, Roddy, Ron Roddy Piper. Piper. I don't know because Rick, at, Rick one point, at one point WCW merges mm. with the WWE, and there's that, that whole like thing 2002 like or 2002. You remember the whole war they had between it? Yeah. And then like, vaguely. oh my god! Like I said, I got out of it around that time. Dude, like wrestling game. This is. This is like one of the last full on because I used to watch it week to week. I watched Monday Night Raw and Thursday Night SmackDown like week to week. I had to get it. And there was during the WCW WWE war, there was this thing where uh, Vince McMahon like kind of lost Stone Cold or whatever, and or no, no no Vince McMahon switched over to WCW and like left the WWE. So they they were having a battle with all the different. In wrestlers. reality, that time he had bought the rights to yeah, WCW yeah, yeah. and he owned both. That guy was. But the storyline was they were fighting each other. Like, yeah. the, all the different wrestlers were fighting each other. And Stone Cold jumped ship, and everyone was super pissed. And then there's this one thing, like, and Stone Cold turns into a little bitch, right? He's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Like, no, boss. Like, don't let me do that. And everyone's like, you're a bitch, Stone Cold. You're a bitch. You're a pussy. Blah, blah, blah. And then there was this one episode I remember watching. It was Monday Night Raw, I think. And he's sitting in the, at this bar, and he's playing pool. And, uh... Someone comes over and tells him that he's like a little bitch or something and he has to figure out like which side he's joining. And there's like the biggest battle between the one side and the other. And he's sitting there thinking it. And for the main event, Stone Cold fucking breaks a pool cue and comes in and he just beats the shit out of everyone. And he fights his way from the bar, like through the streets, like to the arena, like onto the, into the main stage. Yeah. And he beats the shit out of everyone. And he gets up there. And the whole time, and the whole time, the best thing about it is I was young at this point. I, I had to have been like 10. And the whole time, every fucking word out of his mouth was just like, beep, 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 you beep, 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 And he's like punching people. code. And he's doing all the Stone Cold stunners, like just kicking people, stunning them, doing all this stuff. And it's just like one after another. He's just fucking beating people with his pool cue and everything. And he gets in the main event and he grabs the microphone and he's like, beep, 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 I'm going to beep, 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 Dude, I don't remember that fight, but I remember like Stone Cold Steve Austin was definitely the most vulgar of the famous ones. And then And then he ended it by saying... He ended it by saying, Stone Cold's back, and he just opened a can of whoop-ass on all you. And he's back for good. And then he throws the mic down and left. It was amazing. It defined my childhood. I think I talked about that for like three weeks straight. Like, Oh, it was so amazing. I wish there was some way to get every episode of wrestling from like when I started watching it to like when I ended watching it and just well, get all the story YouTube lines. has a bunch of stuff because I remember because I got well, the reason I got out of wrestling is because I got my ass handed to me 
I think it was eighth grade. Because there's one of the few times, because I was, like I said, I mean, not to be, you know, overdoing it, but I was always WCW guy because of Goldberg. WCW but I would guy. watch WWF because of Undertaker and Kane. And there's one match where that is like a fire in the ring match where Oh, Kane, yeah. And that's allegedly, is that the one where he got burnt? No. Yeah. No, yeah, it is. No, Kane versus Undertaker. And Vince McMahon came out, you know, did this public announcement like, to the people in the arena, like, if you have an aversion to burning flesh, or if you think your child would be tra- traumatized by this, please leave the ring now. The the ring, there's going to be like a thing of yeah. fire around the ring. Someone will burn tonight. This match will not end until someone is on fire. So please leave the arena now if you, you know, if your yeah. child or you will be traumatized. And remember, I was babysitting Bailey at the <laughs> and time. And everybody is like, fuck this, I'm getting front row seats. I was, I was thir- 12 or 13 at the time, which makes Bailey six, maybe seven at the time. And I don't know if Bailey, she's right here, Bailey, I don't know if you remember this. And I was like, oh, I gotta watch this, The Undertaker. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh shit, yes. those gonna burn versus yeah. Kane. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, you know. And I kept, and it came out, and Undertaker and Kane are wrestling. And it's freaking, it's, I mean, for what it is, it's a good freaking match. Because they're both similar size. Yeah. And they both have their they're, awesome, they're brothers in the storyline. Yeah, they're brothers. But they're brothers, but they're feuding brothers at this point. Yeah, okay. And, and they're wrestling. It's a good match because they're both similar size. A lot of similar moves. They both have the tombstone. You know, both have... Oh, the, the tombstone. That oh. was Undertaker's move. It was originally Undertaker's, but the Kane would bring it to me well, because they were brothers. Yeah, but Kane's signature move was... Kane's signature move was the choke slam. Well, so was Undertaker. And he was they the both had that signature move. I well, think Kane... But anyway, it doesn't matter. But he was... his Undertaker's was the tombstone pile driver. Kane's was the choke slam. But they both... They Kane, both, get it right, Kane. They both did either. Undertaker's was definitely tombstone. Kane was the choke slam. But I remember during this fight... You know, it was awesome, and, and I was supposed to be babysitting Max and Bailey. And Max was, He's he was fine. off in another room. He's he didn't fine. give, he did not give a shit. <laughs> Max was off, like, creating some kind of Picasso-level art. I mean, <laughs> that guy is, he was just doing something that I could never do. Bailey You're watching the motherfucker get burned Bailey right now. Bailey was spreading shit in someone's room. <laughs> no, you were six or seven at this point. Probably still was. Maybe, but you were in the room like watching it with me because I I don't know why, but you I was supposed to have you in bed, but you weren't. And uh, this is one of the this is like the first or second third time my parents let me babysit Bailey by myself, and I I really fucked it up because I had let Bailey watch this with me. And uh, I don't know if you remember this. No wonder she doesn't like wrestling. But like, okay, so it's wrestling, and then finally all these moves going back and forth. You know the rating. And finally, Kane's doing like the thing where he's going to kick Undertaker in the face. Because yeah. Undertaker's on his knees. But Undertaker catches his leg, right, as Kane's going to kick it. Catches the leg, yeah. holds onto it. Yeah. And then t- takes yeah. it to where the fire is and then sets it on the fire. And then then Kane's leg catches on. Again, choreographed. I know it's not real. Hey, choreographed. So I don't need that. Kane, Keep telling the story. Kane is on fire. Yeah. He's rolling around, panicking and whatnot. And I look over at Bailey and Bailey's... Crying, she can't turn it off. I'm scared. Turn it off. Turn it off. No wonder oh, he doesn't like wrestling. Off. Turn it off. Oh god, take it off. I'm like, oh shit, just leave the room. I had to watch the end. Oh. I had to watch the end. And so I made her leave the room. And she, and then like an hour or two later, mom and dad show up. Bailey, of course, she's six or seven, so I'm. It's not like I hold a grudge against her now. First thing she does is, Kane, baby, watch this wrestling thing where a guy was burning alive. <laughs> and so, and the first thing my mom is, yeah, 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 like, oh, screaming at me. And, uh, the, 
and like I was never allowed to watch wrestling. Mean, again, twelve or thirteen. So most people are like, "What well, you fucking pussy? You know, your parents, I mean, you don't know Connie and Cole. You, oh, you'll dude. fucking cross." My dad them. was so into wrestling when I was oh, a kid. Like my par- me and my, my dad together were like, my my, my dad was, my mom and dad were okay with it before this. Before Bailey was traumatized. After that, it's like you. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I had a bedtime. I had a bedtime of eight o'clock, and so I could always watch The Simpsons. Oh, I was never Fox. allowed to watch. I Simpsons. could watch this. Nope. Well, that my dad never. loved The Simpsons, so we watched it together. So I was. So I always watched The Simpsons, and after that, I'd go to bed. And then my dad would watch like fucking Law and Order or something. Like I always remember Law and Order being on while I was going to bed because like the dum dum. Yeah. And the theme song is like ingrained into my fucking song. <laughs> Squirrel. Uh, um, but uh, ask Lisa. She oh on the dryer, like cord. But and my the one the one way I could break my um break my bedtime was Thursday nights to watch SmackDown because <laughs> 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 it was on from eight to ten. And then, uh, yeah, so that was awesome. So, and then eventually I got older, my dad gave me a TV to put in my room. And so I could watch, I could watch SmackDown, like, and in my room, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but that was, that was my childhood. <laughs> Simpsons and wrestling. I was never allowed to watch Simpsons. My mom and dad, or really my mom. My I've dad's... been debating. There's a there's a network on TV right now that's playing all of the Simpsons. It's FXX. FXX. Watch playing all the Simpsons from start to finish. Yeah. My mom and dad, in at the time, because I, I used to get made fun of by cousins and by friends because oh you can't watch Simpsons. That's in my in my opinion. I, I mean I'm not saying anybody who has a kid or whoever you know you should do it this way. In my opinion, that was brilliant fucking parenting because. Even though Simpsons, in retrospect, is really not that bad compared to other stuff. It really isn't. It's better than Family Guy. I would say it is. But Family Guy didn't exist when I was no, a kid. It didn't when I was But not. that's like, it still opens you up as a child. It still opens you up to things you probably shouldn't hear or see. In my, that's in my opinion. I, I feel like when but I was a kid... that That's good because like I, I just don't think... Again, now it is so tame compared to other shows. What but I at the away, time, it was so freaking, like, yeah. risque. My parents would never let me watch it. And I remember, like, I want, I got caught by my mom one time watching it. Because Katie I mean, yeah. was babysitting me. And she let me watch it. And then she left the room. My mom walked in you know, from the movies or whatever they went to. And she just flipped shit because she was so pissed that I was watching that. I even watched a lot of Married with Children. Oh, no. I was, that's another show I was not allowed to watch. Um, but my brother now put it into perspective. Show. My brother put it into perspective when I was a kid. Cause one time my mom was gone, when I was when I was there yeah. at my mom's house, and my mom was gone, and so Jason was watching me, and I it was like when my mom was gone, we always got to stay up till the fucking ass crack of dawn, like playing video games, or I would watch my brother play video games, yeah. or he'd watch TV. And one time we we're watching TV, and we only had basic TV channels. We had the bunny yeah. ears above it, you know, and it's like, oh, Married with Children's on because it's late. And I was like, oh my god, I love this show. And I did the Al Bundy thing where I like put my hand down my pants. And my, <laughs> and my brother was like, my brother was like, that's the exact reason why mom won't let us watch the show. Because you're acting like a dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, and I was just like, oh my god, it's so into perspective now. I was like, I just have to be cool about it. Actually, Changed my life. Well, you're, you're, you're a smarter kid than me because 
Whenever Katie, because again, Katie, she, our cousin, but she's really more of a sister. She lived with us for a long time, off and on. She would, when she would let me watch that, she, like stuff like that, not Mary Children, like Simpsons. I would copy the, the Simpsons in front of my parents, and then Katie would get her ass chewed out, yeah, and then I, I would get chewed out. I was not a smart kid. The thing I, I took away from I was the Simpsons stupid. as a ch- as a kid, I didn't take much away from the Simpsons other than it was an animated show that had funny things sometimes. Well, seeing it, but the, all the jokes were above me in a sense. Like yeah. all I got was a lot of like the eat my shorts jokes. Like I got a lot of like the potty humor stuff, like a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Like all the other all the innuendo and all that stuff was I get, way But far me and you are 4 head. years apart in, in age. And that while I, mean, that, I was watching the Simpsons when I was like 4 or 5. I see I wasn't allowed to watch it till I was probably 14. And uh, that sounds ridiculous, I know, but my no, I mean, but, but I at the time when Dude, it came my out, friends, my parents, I mean, it was so risque for the time. My parents were so parent, they didn't like it. Was in there's a there's a disrespect towards that's probably the biggest problem my parents had with it. Is Bar was so disrespectful to the parents, and my parents are old school in that. Sense. Wow, what's crazy is like and I'm not that's saying, such a part of the that's such a part of the show. But that's not even what I go to. But but, that's but honestly, that's though. like the first few seasons. If you watch it now, it's really oh, no. more about Homer than it is Bart. But when I was little, the first season, two, yeah. three seasons were more about Bart. No, honestly, the show is really good up until like the fifth season or sixth season. Well, I would say honestly, again, but this is not because I didn't watch it live because I wasn't allowed to watch it. But I watched to me, it every the show, the show and... was better as soon as it started focusing more on Homer than Bart. Because when it first came out, Bart was the shit. That was the main character. The first yeah. season to three or four seasons. Oh, yeah. And that was why I wasn't allowed to watch it because there was disrespect to the parents. And that's why my parents didn't like it. I guarantee you if it started from like season four where it was really more about Homer, my dad, my mom maybe not, but my dad especially would have been okay. Because he, he used to let me watch Ren and Stimpy, which is super yeah. like potty mouth. Not I could watch Ren and Stimpy. Like vulgar. But one humor. animated show I couldn't watch was Beavis and Butthead for a oh, That's another one I was watching. I couldn't watch. watch that till the movie came out. But... I, I, but I watched a lot of Simpsons, and I will say, like, I think it was, it's interesting, I, th- I feel like it attributed directly to my sharp wit, right guys, okay, moving on before you guys have a chance to interrupt me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't move fast enough, you didn't move fast enough. But, uh, but a lot of the jokes were above my head, but then when I got older and was watching the show, and I started getting all these jokes, like, one joke that sticks out in my mind is one of the episodes, and I... I, I hope don't, it's the one I'm thinking of. No, it's not, but it's one of the ones where Bart puts a balloon oh, okay, of Skinner, uh, pr- uh, Principal Skinner, up um, a- in the air. But then, like, a thing drops from it, and it shows, like, Principal Skinner's butt, and it says, like, eat my shorts on it. And he's like, gosh darn you! You know? And he names the person who discovered helium. And I'm like, holy shit, as like a teenager, like that's the funniest, like, I don't know. It was just so funny when I realized that that was, yeah. But a uh, show that's even funnier, in my opinion, than Simpsons is Futurama. I don't know if you've ever I seen I love that. Futurama. Oh my fuck, that show is so well, funny. Well, thank God that show came out while I was an adult, so I was allowed to watch it. <laughs> well, you were still pretty young. came out in 2000. Yeah, yeah, but by that time, because... I guess you were. I what? was after the age of. So you were like fourteen or fifteen when that came out. Yeah, but like after the age of two or three, I was one probably the easier child to raise. I, I was a little. Sh- I mean, again, not that I was like after a, I was potty trained and my well, parents no, I mean, didn't have to no, worry. I was about easier me in the sense of like my because I was a little 
brat as a baby. Like I would, I, I my parents didn't sleep a full night from the age of zero to two or you three. You still are a little cunt, but that's <laughs> <all> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> no. But I mean, like, um, Max is not a fair comparison, so we'll leave him out of the equation. But like, Katie lived with us for a long time, but my parents, I mean, off and on, you know, she had her teenage years like with that were just a lot of problems. What? Bailey wasn't bad. Now, I don't want to say, like, oh, I was easier than Bailey because, like, Bailey was a bad girl. No, Bailey was, I mean, she was, I mean, her worst oh, things was. I have no idea how easy they had when it came to me. No, uh, no, compared, no, they do. People. Compared to ba- or compared to Katie, you were the freaking angel teenage girl. But, I mean, like, I was I mean, the I easiest. I knew her while she was I was the easiest in the sense of, in the sense of, I was, and this, I'm not saying this is necessarily a pro. But I was a lot more accommodating as a kid. Like, if they told me to do something, I generally would do it. Yeah. Solely because I went, growing up from, from the age of four till 12, for the most part, I had Katie as an older sibling. And I saw what just, what bad, doing bad shit yeah. would cause. And so I knew that, like, oh, if I disobey my parents, they're going to do this because they did that with Katie. Yeah. Bailey again. Bailey was never like she would. She would. She didn't do any shit that Katie did. So Bailey was not that. Bailey wasn't bad. Mom and Dad were literally talking about this today when they were talking about raising easy and hard kids, and they were saying like Bailey was the one who was like, "I like a good challenge." Bailey was more. The hardest thing about Kane was as a teenager, he was so skinny. Dad would be like. Hey, did you eat today? That was the biggest question yeah, I had to ask Kane as a kid. That's not a question did anymore, you, is it, Kane? <laughs> 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> that when Dad was saying that. He was saying, hey, what was that for me? I don't know, three or four days ago. You should probably eat. <laughs> no, Kane, you're not even that big of a guy. Like, you are, but you're not. I'm, I, I carry it relatively well. Anyways, but no, Bailey was... You do. Bailey, I mean, her, her biggest thing, she had attitude, but she was never like, I'm going to go out and Wait, do... Wait, do... I'm gonna go out and do like meth. Meth. No, she did once. Yeah. We <laughs> no. But, oh shit! I should no, not ba- say that. Bailey. I mean, uh, you're standing right here, but Bailey would more back talk. But she was never like. She wasn't really that bad. Like my parents gave her a lot of leeway because <laughs> I she remember. was. Bailey. Bailey. Our shenanigans were pretty cheeky compared to Katie's. Holy and shit. I don't mean to talk shit about Katie because Katie's turned into a wonderful human being. I, I love know. Katie. Yeah, she's great. I'm just saying. Growing up, and Katie, I mean, if she wants to come on the show and admit it, she was she was a fucking bitch uh, growing up. But I, uh, I remember though, like when I first started hanging out with Bailey, it was a difficult time for your family. Uh, well, we can say why. I mean, my mom had my mom was fighting cancer pretty yeah, hardcore at that yeah. time. And I think Bailey discovered a lot of attitude. During that time, even yeah, I mean that, that's why. And, that and, and burning in your cheek? <laughs> no, but no, but no, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to defend Bailey because like, she was no, no, it's perfectly justifiable. No, Everything she, she did is perfectly was, justifiable. She was but putting, I was going to say, getting away from what I was going to say, I, I was going to say there was one argument that you and your mom got into <laughs> that I was there for, and I was just like, I was like, oh no, why am I here? <laughs> But no, I don't know, like, who in, knows who was right or Bailey, wrong. Just... In Bailey's defense, I mean, everybody has flaws, but in Bailey's defense, she was put into a position where she was having to care for, my, my poor mom was going through colorectal cancer, cancer, hardcore, bad. And Bailey, at the age of, how old were you when she was first diagnosed? 16, 17? Which, yeah, okay, you had yeah, your that, 17th birthday after, so. And that's when she got, I guess, quote unquote, difficult, but she was also put in a position where she was having to do a lot of things. 
that most adults don't want to do, oh, yeah. have not done. No, she was like one of the most grown up people I'd she, ever. No, so in Bailey's defense, yeah, she, age. yeah, she had a bit of an attitude, but she was also dealing with a lot of shit that most, almost a every single kid in her age group never have to deal with until they're probably in their forties or fifties. Yeah. So Bailey gets a lot of leeway compared to Katie or other people. Because she had a lot of shit to... I know, I'm talking shit about Katie like she's the worst person in the world. Gets a lot of leeway other than that bitch Katie. Bear, bear in mind, Katie, I... From age 4 till 12, I had to deal with you. And I love you to death. I'd give my life for you, but you were hard to live with. I've only known Katie in her good years, so... No, no, Kate, no, no Katie's amazing right now. I love Katie. I'll... Like I said, I give my life for her. She's the first amazing. time I met her. The first but time I met her, she, she was, was like fucking miserable to live with when I was six. No. The first time I she met her, was she was like miserable. First time I met her, she was like, "That's my little sister." She smeared shit on my walls, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh, Kate." I was like, "I guess I and, can." You know, you know I've, I've been talking shit about Kate, and here's one thing I'll say about Katie. I, I gotta say because I mean, she needs something positive about. Katie is one of those people that you never have to. Pretend to be anybody else. Come as you are with Katie. She accepts you for who you are. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what your quirks are. Katie accepts you for who you are. She's not one of those people that... She's not fake. No. Katie is not a fake person at all. If you are... Well, she's a stop. She's a stop. But no. But I mean, like, if you are a freaking nerd, you can be as nerdy as shit as you want around her. And she's not going to, like, judge you for it. She'll flick you shit. Or, or but. let's say you have a past and you used to be a prostitute. She is not gonna. She's one of those people that just just not, doesn't care. That's why she doesn't mind me so much. Is because <laughs> you used to be a male prostitute. <laughs> you used to be a prostitute. No, but you know, Katie is one I of the most. I sucked ex- a dick she, in my day. <laughs> <laughs> she is one of the most accepting people you'll ever meet in your life. And part of that's probably because she. I mean, she's lived a life. But you know, I I give this to Katie. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are. She's gonna. You, just don't be fake around her, and you're cool. So, it's, well, it's only having about, said that, she was a fucking terror to live with. It's only us. been about five years, but I think now I'm really finally comfortable enough after what you said to be myself around here from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how the fuck we got on this tangent, but fuck, <laughs> squirrel. No, uh, what you say, mate? What you say, mate? Oh. I sucked a penis. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> but anyways, wrestling's awesome. Um, I, I got, I got my ass handed to me for letting Bailey watch that shit. Oh, that's how we got here from wrestling, watching yeah. shows. Oh my god, my parents were so pissed that I let Bailey watch that. I, I'm gonna open the can of whoop ass. Bailey, do you remember that? I don't remember being... I, you were six, maybe seven. I remember you getting in trouble for letting me watch a few things. I don't remember wrestling games. What was the other things I got in trouble for letting me? I, I, I don't remember exactly what movies they were. I just remember mom and dad looking at me like, why is she watching that? And you're like, I don't know. I didn't know she was sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and mom and dad being like, she's the most chattiest six-year-old in the planet. How, you How do you that? fucking not know she's in the room? Kane, what's she happening? Kane, how's that doing? Kane, what's that? Kane, why is that knife? No, Kane, it was what's more that? Like, Kane, you're Kane. ugly. Kane, what the fuck's wrong with you? What, Kane, what the hell's wrong? You know, just like that kind of shit. She was a smart ass little kid. Feel bad, Kate. Bailey used to not cuss when I met her. Oh, she did. She oh, just she was trying. Mouth. She was trying to impress you. Oh, you were trying to impress me? No, I was trying not to get my ass handed to me by 
No, I remember like cussing, and you were like, "I still get embarrassed." Cussing I, I remember being like, "What the fuck? Oh, that's fucked up! Fuckity <laughs> fucking fuck!" Daddy, oh, and then Daddy. Bailey was like, "And Bailey was like, oh, I think you swear too much." Oh, Bailey, I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Bailey, say that again. Say that what you said about dad. Dad, dad hates me. Dad is old school. Dad. Oh, dad, think, dad has said it is disrespectful for you. Yeah, dad. My my dad is old school. My, my dad thinks ladies shouldn't cut. And yeah, I mean, in a way he's right, in a way he's you wrong. Know, my whatever. dad is probably the best, and no offense to you guys, but probably the best yeah, what man I know. No, I, I don't take offense to you. I'll kick his ass any day. Just fucking love. I won't help you in that part. I'm just kidding. God. He is not, not sexist, Well, my dad could beat up your dad. He has his opinions on how women should act and be. There was things Cain got away with as a kid that if I tried it as adults, I would not. I remember me and Bailey got in this argument one time. When your mom was still kind of sick, and mine and Bailey's big thing is we'd hang out with your mom and just, like, talk about random shit. And I remember one time I was talking about, like, the idea of, like, feminism and, like, sexism and chauvinism. And me and Bailey kind of got into this argument, and I was like, Bailey, in some feminist circles, your dad is a sexist. Oh. (laughs) Oh, in extremes? Of course. No, No, but no. Hey, my dad, my dad, here... Here's but they're the thing. also extremists. I don't know. I got I got to defend my dad a little bit. No, he's just my dad. Yeah, and some, he is very traditional, very old very. school in some way. In some other ways, he is as liberal and as modern as you can get. Like there, oh fuck, I will say it. Mike Maxey is a guy my grandma kind of adopted. He happens to be gay, and all my my grandma's sons, well, with geez, the exception of my a- dad. I hope he's out. You just doubted him. Oh, he is. I mean, just kidding. I'll I'll fight anybody who has a he bad thing to say about. Adopted a child. He's out. Yeah. No. No. He. Uh, no. But all of my my grandma Jones' sons kind of had a problem. They're conservative Christians or whatever. That's cool. Whatever. But they always had Unless a problem. They 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 were kind of discriminatory against. And I'm not saying they're bad. They're all of them are good guys. But it's one of those things. My dad would back Mike Maxey to the freaking end, and. And so, some ways, my dad's very. I mean, my dad would. I, I my dad would fight anybody who said a bad thing about Mike Maxey. No, really your dad fought a German Shepherd one time. My dad. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a, good story. oh, that's a fucking amazing story. <laughs> Just I'll, I'll tell it real, I'll, real fast. When, when, when I was little, we were living in Seattle. This my is dad. Story used, you can do real fast. You gotta tell no, it. okay. Well, real quick, Kane. I'm. I, you know, if you'd shut up, I know, I know. So my dad, uh, when I was when I was a newborn from the age of one. Zero to one and a half. We lived up in Seattle, Bellevue, that area. My dad would he would go to work. His tra- the, the daily tradition was he'd go to work, you know, work eight to 12, 13 hour days. He'd come home, and the thing was, he would usually take me, I was a baby at that time, to a 7 Eleven that was kind of across the street. And the street being a major, not a major highway, but a, a pretty well traveled road. To the 7 Eleven, and he passed me off to one of the ladies that worked there. He'd go get a poth. He'd pay for it and then bring it back. Pretty simple. I, I kind of do that with some with my Can kids. I pause this real quick and say how <laughs> how many Seven Elevens do you go into anymore where people just like hand off the baby? To oh them? no, we do it. We have we have uh, one. At our old one. Great. Now like, I feel like a dick. No, in, <laughs> no. In Kaiser, we have um. What's her name? Michelle. Michelle. Okay. Michelle. No, we no. We have one that we do that too. They don't live in. Okay, I guess that's the thing because I used to have a Seven Eleven where I was on a first name basis. Exactly. With like, no, no, so that is that. that. We, we still like, talk. We still talk to her. Oh, we don't I even live in. Lisa makes trips. As soon as I started saying it, I was like, uh, "No, Kane and Lisa are Seven Eleven people." 
Well, I mean, we we. Well, I used the... to be. I used to live three doors down from a seven. No, I mean, we, yeah, we weren't. We didn't live that close, but this lady Michelle was super cool. We'd we go in there with Branley slash Matthias, and we'd hand them off to her, and she just loved them, and she was. She's almost to a point where she's an aunt because they would see her so much. Yeah. Like, Brantley knows her name, and he's only two. <laughs> like, if he sees her, he's like, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Anyway, Aww, so Brent, my dad we used to bring me over there. That was our data training. He'd pick me up okay. and carry me over there. Fair points. <laughs> and but my dad tells us so much better, but I'm going to try to do my best. So one day, because I had been, I think I, I, I either was teething or I just began over the cold. I wasn't feeling well. My dad came over from work. He's like, nah, I better just leave him inside because he's not feeling good. No, it was the hand of God telling him something <laughs> probably going to happen. Who knows? But, so my dad walks over and, he, and I threw a fit, I guess. My dad felt guilty. He was like, nah, it's too cold. I can't take him over there. And this was something we did daily. And I guess I threw a fit because I was, I was standing at the, the door watching him leave. It was like a glass door and I was just like banging on the door like, what? You're Daddy, fucking abandoning me you forever! Fucking dick, you fucking fat asshole! I'll never do that to my kids when I'm older. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whoops, promise broken. <laughs> so my dad, my dad walks over there, and oh, baby, you might have to help me out on this because I'm getting the order wrong. But my dad walks over, there and some guy's in the phone booth that's right next to the Seven Eleven, and he has this German Shepherd on a leash. But the, the, the German Shepherd's obviously outside of the phone booth while the guy's in there. The German Shepherd not only just barks at my dad, he freaking attacks my dad like. No, it starts running after. Yeah, him. Yeah, running he's after him. Very, from very a good distance. And your dad doesn't like, run. Dad to the point where he's don't like, run. shit, what do I do? Like this dog's running after him. Like so, was it like he just? Like, okay, bear in mind. Okay, let's 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 give context. My dad is about five nine, five ten. Probably at the time he's probably five ten, two hundred. 20 pounds what? probably. No, no, no. How many years is this after his marriage? Because he said he was one eighty when he. No, got this married. is maybe. <laughs> You gained Remember, weight as a male. You I never gained, gained weight. Uh, well, yes, you're not a I've miller. Lost you're, you're, not a, you're not a miller. That's I've adorable, lost. Right? You have you're not a miller. Said, I was 190 pounds. Fuck me. That he did a um, he, when he started when they moved up to Seattle. He had to do a physical for his job. Yeah. And he remembers being like, Oh my god, I'm 210 pounds. I'm so fat. And now he looks back. <laughs> and but, like 210 but, pounds. But let's <laughs> let's keep in mind before I tell what happened. My dad was state champion in Oregon wrestling at. In freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, he got he had he broke his arm, broke his knee. He had injury, but he Hit was by a car. he was he was like <laughs> light heavyweight champion freshman year, and he was slotted to probably be the champion the next three years had he not been injured so much. My dad is not a man you fuck with. If you see him, you're like, oh, he's a big teddy bear. Take it from me, you do not fuck with this man. I have seen him. Like, I have personally mean? seen him like, take what do you on. Mean by that? You do not fuck with Cole like, Allen Miller. You know, like sometimes. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling I'm telling the story to get to this story. Okay, <laughs> I remember when I was playing in bands as a teenager. He took he he would roadie us for shows. I remember one time these kids were moshy and whatnot. They were they were, they were being relatively innocent, and one of the kids got he was just slam dancing too hard, and he slam went dancing. into one of my at the time it was called slam dancing. He knocked into one of my dad's amps that we, he was letting us borrow, and he freaking broke it. And my dad, who didn't – I mean, he could have flipped really shit. He said, hey, you little shit. You just broke that. Stay the fuck away from the rest of the stuff. He didn't say, hey, you have to pay for it. And that kid threw, had an attitude and said, I'll get the shit out of you, old man. And my dad got right in his face. And granted, this kid is a lot bigger than my dad. My dad's at the time was 5'9", 200-something pounds. 
Not he's not a huge guy, but I mean no, but he's but the kid got right. My dad got right in his face. Is like I don't care how many fucking friends you have, I'll kick the shit out of all of you right now. And so all my dad's all my all that all that kid's friends kind of gathered around their friend and my dad's face. And my dad said, I don't give a shit. One of you make a move, I'll do it. Make a move, and they all. I'm 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 not kidding. Seven or eight of them backed the fuck down. And almost all of them were bigger than my dad. Your and dad, they all backed down. My dad is not afraid of anything. Your dad reminds he is me a of a guy ass. that I oftentimes tell stories about. <laughs> What's this? Dustin Cleaver. Okay, so anyways. Let's not I told, there, I told that story to tell you that my dad is not a man you fuck with. He, he, he's not the biggest man. And now man, the audience knows. But he is a fucking badass. So anyways, this German Shepherd dog. Comes after my dad. It's on one of those leashes that you you know you can let loose and it can yeah. go like fifty feet. Comes after my dad. Your dad punches it. My, no, my dad. It comes after my starts biting at my dad. My dad fucking one shot, one hit, cold cocks it right in the fucking snout, knocks it out. Not only that, though, doesn't he grab the fucking thing? Oh, and oh slam no, you're right, you're right. The... I'm sorry. My dad tells the story so much better. Than he, he takes, the, he hits the dog, and he picks it up, and he slams against the, the phone, phone booth. booth. And I mean, he picks it all. He takes it by the neck and slams against the phone booth. <laughs> and people everywhere listening to this are like, "Animal cruelty!" No, 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 no I'm no, calling no. DHS. My dad, my dad is not. No, my my dad is not a cruel man. That's what he even said. The guy came out and was like, "What the fuck?" Now, and the, your dad guy, punched. No, the, the guy, guy came out and started cussing at me. You fucking asshole! It's my fucking dad. What the fuck's wrong with you? And my <laughs> my kid could have been in my arms. I been in a and then you. he takes his fist, which is about as big as mine. If you see me, it's not that big of a fist. He hits the guy, knocks him out. My fucking kid could have been in my arms. The guy's fucking knocked out. And his dog's knocked out. They're lying next to each other like two fucking piles of giant shit. Someone who sees it calls the police. No, right? my, my, then my dad's like, huh, whatever. And he walks into 7-Eleven, gets his fucking Slurpee pop, whatever. Someone calls the cops. Not on my dad, but on the other guy. Because the other guy was being pretty... My dad was defending People himself. Saw it. People saw it. So cops show up and, my, and, the, and the witnesses were like, no, that guy was defending himself. My dad was defending himself. Like, no, that, that guy's in the right. And the cops are like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, my, no. I, I don't know where the fuck we were going at that point in the but my dad's not a guy you fuck with. He, that guy is... Oh, even so now, the guy's aged so much in the past five years. I, 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 even now, we've kind of goofed around wrestling. I have second thoughts. I'm, a, I'm not a big guy. I'm 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, dark can, day, though. I, I, I can lift about 300 pounds pretty pretty solid solid maybe even more than that if i really try i i fear my dad the, di- the guy is not 300 pounds a, no not bench i can lift i can i can i can bench maybe 180 100 200 i can deadlift 300 400 I shit okay my, i guess lifting i shit my pants yeah. one time lifting 400 and something pounds you lose trees for a living, right? I, no, I know. I'm just saying. Like, no, I, I guess I was thinking because he was I'm, like, I can lift this much. And I was no, thinking about all no, the bench. And I always like, say it because shit, like, I would die. I'm, I'm trying to illustrate that I'm not like the weakest guy in the world. I'm yeah. not the strongest. I, I don't no. pretend for a second I'm the big, biggest badass. No. I, but I'm not a puss either. My, I, I, I have second thoughts going up against my dad. And he's 50-something years old. And he he's battling. He's still, he has skin cancer. The poor guy's fighting skin cancer right now. I still would not just pick a fight with that guy if I could avoid it. Well, that's because you're a giant walking vagina. You have, you have the best story ever about my dad. He's not scared of anybody. That's the 
What story no, my, do I have? No, well, no. Bailey's right. My dad is not terrified of anybody. I've never seen my dad back down against anybody. Not, I'm not saying to fight, hey, but in an hey, argument. My I've dad's never like, seen my friend Dustin Cleaver back down either. Oh, I wouldn't fight Dustin. I've seen Dustin fight five guys one time. The thing with Dustin is he's a huge, strong guy, but he's not the smartest. No, he's not. He's not. Well, no, he is a really smart guy. I would say Dustin no, is just No, I wouldn't just say Dustin's smart. an idiot. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying he's Einstein either. Honestly, like when I look at your dad, he's pretty articulate. When I look at your dad, like your dad has is a very intellectual man. My dad, my dad has an IQ of like 150 something. He's he's actually a genius well, IQ. Fuck, that's if really smart. All of my dad and his siblings are extremely smart. My grandpa was a um, college graduate at like. No, he never graduated college. Grandpa Gilman never graduated mm-hmm. college. Yeah, your dad has the certificate. In no, he graduated engineering school, but he never actually went to college. Oh. Yeah, but that serves as a college degree. Now, yes, but at the time, no. It was. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it, it's if it's apples and oranges. Okay, but. Yeah, at 20 years old, he yeah. was designing bridges and state parks in the state. At and something no, but, that most people do. But Grandma Joan used to not. brag about that he had guys under him who had master's degree. Yeah. And Grandpa Gilman never had technically a bachelor's This was the guy degree. who learned Morse code uh, by listening to it in his sleep and was fully aware of Yeah, no, 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 no. No, that's the, great. The Miller genes, there's a lot of smarts that I didn't get any. We I'm kind of any. I'm kind of pissed about that. They got watered down somewhere along the line. I, I got the ability to memorize useless fucking geography. Quick, Kane, what's the state, uh, what's the capital of Tennessee? Nashville. Is it? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not even that smart. Dude, one of my friends know. in high school, one of my friends in high school, we he Bale, was the Bale fucking geography whiz. Knows. One of my friends in high school was a geography whiz, man. And this guy could, his name, his name's Daniel. I the geography in seventh grade. I know. You always tell me that. That's awesome. I got, I got, I, I got second. You always tell me. <laughs> always. You make it sound like I did it every other day. Like, oh, you know, hey, Rhett. How you doing? Oh, by the way, I, I got, got out of the spelling or the geography B. No. What about you, you lazy Sixth grade, cunt? I got second place. Eighth grade, I got third place. And seventh grade, I won it. One of my buddies in high school, he we used to always be like, what's the capital of this country? What's the capital of this? And he always fucking knew. It was ridiculous. He's oh, a no, really I, smart guy. Daniel Garrig. I'll tag I heard that name. I know, I know his older sister. I actually went to high school with her. You might have, yeah. Aaron Garrig. Or maybe it's a cousin, but I don't know. I don't know. But Garrig, yeah. Hey, we're Related like... to Lou Garrick? No, they spell it different. <laughs> <laughs> they, so stupid. they spell it we different. We were talking... Well, fuck, what the fuck were we point? We were just getting Oh, at. we were talking about your dad being tough. And then I said uh, Dustin and fought yes, five guys one time. What was the story we were about ready to get into? Rhett, pause it real quick and play uh, back. You said that Rhett has the best story about... Oh, you do. You have the best... Okay, my dad... I... Again... We, we talk about my dad is old school. And I'm kind of like this way. My dad required like any guy who dates and or asks the hand in marriage of his daughter needs to ask permission. I'm the same way. I asked my father-in-law before I asked my wife to marry me if I could have his permission. Luckily, he said yes. I had a contingent plan in case he said no, but I knew he would say yes. No, I was kill him. Kill him in his no. No, if my father-in-law had said no, I said, "Okay, what do I need to do to make you say yes?" Okay, yes, yeah, And then I was gonna do that. But, <laughs> what a bad plan! But no, but, but you no. said no. My dad is. How old, do I change? My this? dad is old school, and, it, <laughs> and if I happen to have a daughter, I would be the same way. And I plan on teaching my sons, like, "Hey, you need to show respect to the girl's father if he is a guy that deserves respect." I'll Don't show respect to the women. But to the man. No, show respect to women. No, my dad. No, my dad is always like, no, you, you show respect to women too. My dad. No, my dad's. He's old school in the best of ways. But you had the misfortune of dating Cole Allen Miller's only biological. Not daughter. only his only, youngest. but his youngest. His youngest. <laughs> Katie. My dad thinks of Katie as a daughter. Oh, okay. Well, but 
Bailey is his baby through and through. Yep. Rightly so. She, she literally is his baby and she's his only biological daughter. Yep. You had the misfortune of being the only fucking idiot who had the balls <laughs> to ask him permission to date her. And I remember this day clearly, but I want to hear it from your perspective and then I'll say it and then we'll end the show. <laughs> I hardly even remember it really, to be honest, but... I remember it clearly, but go ahead and tell me what you say. <laughs> I just remember like... I was listening through the, the vents in the I remember, house. I remember I called first. Yeah. And I said, hi, Cole, this is Rhett. Um, and I was sort of hoping, you know, and I remember saying like, you know, there's something I was ta- wanted to talk to you about if you had time, if I could swing by the house. And he goes, is everything okay? Is this for dating or for marriage? No, this is for dating. dating. So I was 18. And I give props to Rhett because Rhett had balls to do this. I was 18. I was 18. We were on our way to a birthday party. We were on our way to a birthday party. You were at Danny's house. And, uh... But I... I, Bailey told me this was coming, so I I made sure I was at the house at this point so I could listen to the events. Sorry. Well, you know, I had known Bailey. I had known Bailey, and she had made it abundantly clear that anybody who was going to date her had to ask her dad. And so I called the house... And I was like, hi, Cole, this is Red. I was hoping, you know, there was something I wanted to talk to you about, about me and Bailey. And I, I was hoping if there was a, if, you know, if you were free, if I could swing by the house. And he's like, is everything okay? And I was like, oh, no, 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 everything's great. Everything's Keep in fine. mind, I was next to my dad when he made this call, <laughs> and he knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, no, 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 everything's great. Everything's fine. Everything's perfect. Why wouldn't it be? But hey, yeah. <laughs> so, it was a good time. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, you can swing by the house. So I, I swing by and I ran in and, and uh, you know, I knocked on the downstairs door, I think. And yep, you did. I think you answered the door. No, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I was because like. Because keep in mind, I was on the phone. I was I was there when you called my dad about it. <laughs> and I was like, I have to fucking stay for this. Oh, and I was just like. Bear in mind, like me and you, I thought you were douche up until this point. Well, I was. Sorry, I told you. But I was. When you when you call like oh he's gonna fucking ask, and at the same time I was like oh I want to watch this kid suffer. But at the same time I was like this kid has fucking balls. I like this kid. He has balls. There there's something I do, and there's something like when there's something I have to do, and there's no escaping it. When there's no escaping it, I sort of just like go into like you man the fuck up is what you did. No, I'll give you props on this. But this happens. This happens for a lot of scenarios. This happens for a lot of scenarios where I'm just like. Oh, like how am I gonna get through this situation that is seemingly unbearable? And I sort of, I go, I sort of go into like autopilot mode. You put your big girl panties on. <laughs> I sort of compare it. I, I always big sort of, it's, it's, and this might sound really silly, but it's sort of the same mindset I get every time before I jump into water. <laughs> Where no, nothing, do it. nothing in my mind is says like quit being a pussy or you just have to fucking do it, you pussy bitch or whatever. But it's like, but I go to it and it's like. Well, um, I want to get into the water. The only way I'm going to do it is if I jump in. Yeah. So, like, I just got to just do it. I just got to do it. So I visualize doing it for a second, and then before I realize it, I'm doing it. Yeah. And then I don't think about it anymore. And I just, it's like skydiving in that. I imagine it's the same thing as you're yeah. standing at the edge of the plane, and you're like, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, you're skyrocketing down at terminal velocity. and Heading then, straight towards <laughs> a man named Cole Allen Miller. Exactly. I was at terminal <laughs> velocity when I knocked at that door. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I know I keep interrupting you, but me and my mom were like, I can't believe he has the balls to do this. 
Because I, I know people listening are like, well, he said I can't be that bad. You have to know my dad. He has a teddy bear, but his daughter. I he, I sort of suspected he wasn't going to say no because I wasn't. I didn't. Really, no, you earned so much fucking respect that day. You have no idea. I I knew. I going into it, I knew he wasn't going to say no, and I mean, I kind of was scared that he was going to say no, but at the same time, I knew he wasn't going to say no because, like, first of all, like I had met him a couple times before. And, like, I was never disrespectful. Yeah. Like, if he was going to say no and be like, it's because you're a disrespectful little cunt, you know, then I'd be like, but excuse me, sir. <laughs> no. Yeah. Let me no, be contrary. In your defense, you were always very respectful. Bear in mind, I, I thought you were a douche before this. It wasn't but until. But I was like, well, yeah, at least he's a respectful douche. It wasn't until, like, well into our relationship that I started, like, being, like, completely contrary just to, like, mess <laughs> with your mom. Like, I remember there's a few times your mom would my be like, My mom adores you. I think no about this. And I'm like, really, Connie? You think that way? No, my because mom. I think this way. My what mom about this? adores like, Are you. Are you serious? She probably likes you more than she likes me. <laughs> and me. Well, yeah, she probably she likes does. you more than her own kids, she except does. for Max. I mean, come on. What can I say? But anyway, so I knocked on the yeah, door. No, no, no. She doesn't like anybody more than her grandkids. I knocked on the door, right? And you answered. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we get on with the Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm just You've interrupted you. You're right. So I knocked on the door. You answered. And I don't even remember what I said to you. I was like, hey, Kane, is your dad here? Yeah, it's, like, it was something like that. I was like, yeah. May I speak I, with I think the I, man I, of the house? I think I chuckled like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I might. <laughs> no, no. How I remember it, I could be wrong, but how I remember it's like, hey, is your dad here? And I remember going, <laughs> yeah, he's here. Hold on. So you make my voice higher and your voice lower. <laughs> what a dick. I, no, I I just remember being like having that snooty, like <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Like, you chuckled at me. Yeah, I like, chuckled. And at you were even like, you're like, yeah, man, come on in. <laughs> and when you said that, I was like. Oh. Just because I knew, I knew because based on Katie's experience, like, oh, this guy's in for a world of hurt. <laughs> well, and your dad came down, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, hey. And... What? My dad, oh, my dad had short. he had shorts on. Oh, okay. He had his khaki yeah, shorts Yeah, it was on. shorts. I you have to ask It was question. shorts, and it, can I say something? You do, though. Let, no. let me give you guys, let me give you guys a little bit of weird insight of things I remember. Uh... <laughs> Your dad was like clipping his toenails during that. <laughs> I laugh because that's so fucking true. The he only reason I he's <laughs> not this last one though. The only no, reason, but the only reason I could say this now is because he's my father-in-law. But and it's so funny. <laughs> like I think back to it, you get you you like, gained so much respect during that day. You have no idea. Yeah. My dad was bragging about you after the. Anyways, keep on. Well, look, and then. Uh, Literally, I was like, I was like, well, sir. Head down, eyes towards the ground. I didn't, I made, I, I did make eye contact with oh, him a couple smart times. fucking man. But it wasn't the whole time it was like, well, sir. You know, <laughs> it was like, it was like, well, Cole, um, you know, and I made eye contact for certain parts. I was like, as you know, um, me and Bailey have been friends for a while. And, um, you know, and it was like, how do I word this? How do I word this? <laughs> like, I was like, just. <laughs> And I was just like, bear, was, bear in mind during this entire time, me and my mom have our ears to the fucking floor vent because the way our house is wired, like you can fucking hear anything from anywhere if you have the right vent. So we're like sitting there, like like fighting each other for the vent. Yeah, we knew what was and going I, on. I made eye contact during key points. You know, it was too obvious. I feel I felt like I made eye contact during key points because look, 
I, you know, I wasn't yet a man, but I was a Boy Scout of America, okay? So You, were, you almost made Eagle Scout. Didn't you? I did. I was pretty close. You should have done it. I bitched out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I bitched out a little bit, but anyway, going back. So I knew how to talk to a man, man to man. You know what I mean? Like, this is not just a man. It's a cool I mean, and I shook your dad's hand and everything. Oh, you know, I said, smart you, fucking move, like, man. Look, I can't tell you how, much that's, how smart that is. No, I, I know how to talk to a man as a man. Okay, you get much past that, and I don't know shit. <laughs> but, but I was like, yes, you know, me and your daughter have been friends for a while, and you know, I would, I would really like to be able to get your blessing to, like, make things more formal, and you know, to be able to, be able to date your daughter, as it were. And he was like, yeah, I don't think I have a problem with that. And he kind of explained the situation, like what was going on with your mom. Mm-hmm. Cause that was going on, yeah, and all this other stuff. And then he and he did say like things got really like so, like straightforward real quick. And he said, he's like, but I'm gonna have to have. He's like, I'm. I need to tell you this up front is that I've raised Bailey to have all the respect in the world for herself. I'm gonna expect any man who is going to date her to do the same. And I need you to know that that is my baby girl, and I don't take anything in this world more seriously. That's so fucking true. I remember, I remember hearing those words. And said that, I'm like, oh, how the fuck is he gonna respond to this? I remember that clear as day, and I was just like, okay, we'll nope. see you later. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> and I was just like, no, of course, I wouldn't expect anything less. You know, I remember you. I, I remember you saying that. I remember like, good fucking answer. Good fucking answer. And then, and then he was like, yeah, we talked about guitar shit because. Because before that, like, your dad went to go see Toby's band play. Yeah. And I, I, my band Toby played. is a friend of Bailey's. Um, he's she, he's Bailey's, or... Bailey's friend's brother. sister. Or brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and your dad the taught sister, him... sister, or the brother of Bailey's friend. Yeah, and your dad taught him how to play drums. Yeah. And so there was a show going on where his band was playing, and his band invited my band to come play. But my band was just me and Taylor at the time. Even though our he's also in a weirdly way related to me. <laughs> yeah, but your dad came and he saw us play, and we just talked about this stuff, and we talked about music, and we talked about any, what I wanted to do after high school, and why I didn't have my driver's license. <laughs> and no, th- that kind of shit didn't bug my dad. No, he would no when he because he, he was the type of kid who would he failed a driver's test and he left the DMV and drove himself home. <laughs> 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 he's like grandma wouldn't go. No, my, my dad was a man at twelve years old. Cause my dad's. Dad passed away when my dad was 12. And my dad had to basically pay the, the bills based on his summer income and after school income. For sure. And, but again, my dad, my dad never studied the DMV world. rule book. He just, he just did it. Did he, it. My, my dad was, my dad was a man at 12 years old. Yeah. My dad's old school. We just talked about, but just, I, I'll tell you this, Rhett. Cause I, I listened in on the entire conversation because I was that kind of guy. <laughs> Me and my mom both, and we were really impressed with you. And again, up until that point, I was like, oh, that guy's kind of a douche. I didn't hate you, because there's other guys that Bailey, not she dated, but like other friends of hers, like, I'll say his name, because, I mean, he and he's a good kid. Well, don't say it. No, but she had a friend named Levi. I was like, I hope he doesn't try to date my da- my sister, because he's kind of a douchebag. Well, look. He's like the nicest guy. Yes, he really was, but I'm a, I'm Maybe older. Maybe a douchebag. I'm a total <laughs> douchebag, man. I probably was. Anyways, right, you, like, 
Up until that point, I thought you were kind of a douchebag because I met you months before. I was like, this kid's fucking... I had long hair. He was like, this kid's a douchebag. And and bear in mind, I'm a douchebag. I I don't deny for a second I was a douchebag. But I was also her older brother, and I took some kind of responsibility. It's like, I gotta hate you. Well, you know how far, too? Like, everything everything I did up in this point in my life was to, like, impress girls, right? I, like, started playing guitar to, like, so girls would notice me, and I started doing all this stuff so girls would notice me. And I, I remember, like, when I met Bailey, I was like, yeah, I'm in a band. And then Bailey was like, yeah, well, my brother's in a band, too. Like, I bet you guys suck. I bet yeah. you guys suck compared <laughs> to My that. brother was in Sail PR. How do you think about and, that? And so I looked up all your bands, and I was like, fuck! Like, this guy is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember, I remember you commented on my, my band's MySpace page, and you said, like, you, you said, like, yeah, like, you really remind me, because we listed in our influences, Mortal Treason. Oh, and you're yeah. like, you were like, yeah, you really remind me of Mortal Treason. I played with those guys one time. Good job. Keep it up. Can't wait to see some more stuff. And I was like, yes, we made it. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> <famous>. <laughs> Mortal Treason was fucking amazing. And we did play with those guys when those guys were oh, amazing. Oh, dude, my, no, but, my favorite Christian metal albums is We'll do, it, we'll do more blood. conversations. But going back into this. But no, but like, I mean, again, me we're and my mom, me and my mom, and we'll wrap it up here in a few minutes. Me and my mom knew you were coming over to do this. Yeah. And, well, and by I the call. time I knew you were coming over to this, like, this guy has fucking balls. Because again, you. I grew Thank up. You. I no. They are this big. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, but but but, but like <laughs> again, I I'm my dad's son, so I'm like I have a certain amount of fear, but also a certain amount of like easiness with them. Yeah. But I knew because because of Katie again, yep. how hard it was to be a boyfriend around Cole Allen Miller. Compared so to I knew you, the fact that because I knew you were coming over because Bailey had let me know like, hey, I think Rhett's gonna ask my dad permission. I was like, okay, this kid has fucking balls if he's even going to attempt to do this with my dad. Because my dad does not take this shit <laughs> lightly. No, no. No. So, like, as soon as you showed up to the door, I was laughing because I knew what you were in for. But I was just like, this kid has fucking balls. He has earned my respect. Yeah, and then after that, well, I mean, it was so great. We just talked about music. We talked okay, about Okay, no, guitars. but what did my dad say? My dad also gave you permission, right? Obviously. Yeah, he said, I don't have a problem with that. And then he said, sure. Like, after he told me, and he, it was He's also a very nonchalant guy. He said, he's not going to be like, of course said, you, you have know, my permission. And, he's like, and he said, there's nothing in the world I take more serious. Yeah. And I said, he, I said, of course, I wouldn't expect anything else. Yeah. And then Best he said, fucking answer you could have said. <laughs> I know. And then, trust me, Kane, I know. Yeah. Boy Scout of America. You you, were, you, were, you handled it almost perfectly. And then and then he said, "Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I think." Well, I don't think he said. I think. I think he just said, "Like, yeah, I don't have a problem." Then I don't have a problem with that. Is what he said. Yeah. And then we started talking about music. That's exactly what we started yeah. talking about. And we he talked about what I want to do after high school. Blah blah blah. But and you, all that stuff. You, you've, we you've, talked you've, about music for like fifteen. You've yet minutes. to mention a very key point in this. What is that you had to get away ride. Right out, like right down the street. Well, because we were, like I said, though, we were on our way to go meet up with Bailey, yeah. like because my friend was dating Bailey's friend. What if he would have said no? Uh, okay, well, I can't date. No, I mean, I remember Dad walking down. When I, I answered the door. Red said, "I ran up like, oh, I'll go get him." I came upstairs like, "Hey, Red, Dad, Red's here," and I, I could tell by the look on my dad's face, he had the utmost respect for you for even showing the balls to show up. My dad, I could tell by the look of my dad's face that he was going to say yes because look, and to, you were the only guy between Katie and Bailey who ever showed that kind of respect. 
You you, you are. So I like was, my dad, I, mean, I could tell my dad thought the world of you just there, right? There. And kind of the whole time too, I was kind of worried because I think Bailey at the time, how old were you? You had to have been 16. You were 16. You were 16, 17. She was 16. 17 at the most. No, no, no. no 16. 16. It was oh, yeah, March. That sounds right. It was March. She was 16. I was 18. And I was like, please, like, dear God, don't let him ask me how old I am. And we started talking about my driver's license. He's like, how old are you? And I was like, 18. And he's like, oh, yeah, then it won't be an issue. Like, about the driver's license. And I was like, all right, he's cool. Like, no, yeah. that shit doesn't bug my dad so much, surprisingly, but... Well, you know, it's like I grew up in this world where it's like, never date a girl who's 16 if you're 18 if you don't want to no, go to my, hell. No, my dad's biggest worry is, like, you show him fucking respect. You show his daughter respect. I hope I did. I mean... You did. No, honestly, no, I will that, say... was harder, that was harder than asking him to marry Bailey. Oh, man. After that, like, ma- asking him to marry her was, like, walking no, apart. No, by that point... He had a ring! It was just no. Awkward. By that point, my dad had lo- my dad loved you like you know his own son. He, I, my dad. I mean, I hope you. it wasn't a total shock when I was. I've like, had conversations with my dad. Where my he, one, like, he's like, my one, a good fucking guy. My one regret about the whole like asking him to marry Bailey thing was that for whatever reason, hour fifteen. All right. For whatever reason, we'll wrap it up here. But for whatever reason, I was like, I pulled out the box that I had for the ring. And I pulled it out and I said, yeah, like I got this for Bailey and I was hoping like that I could have your blessing to ask her to marry me. And then I put the box away and he's like, can you open the box? <laughs> and like, I was like, is there really fucking a ring there? And I was like, oh fuck, what a good idea. <laughs> like I was just like, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> well, that's, that, at least you got the deal in person because Lisa's dad, yeah, my wife, lived in Missouri at the time. And again, I was raised by Cole and Miller where you fucking ask, because I, and then everybody saw when the we ring, started because like, we had a long distance relationship, which is kind you of saw it. No, you huh? saw it. No, you, you didn't, saw I was pissed at you because you didn't show me the you ring that night. Saw it. No, Kane described it to me. You yeah. never showed it. To no, me. No, she, no, she's right. She's right. You never no, right. You showed it to me, but oh. you didn't show it to her. Now I feel like a dick because whenever I tell Bailey, I'm like, yeah, everyone saw it. Lisa Kane. I mom, saw it. And I described it. Anyways, yeah. and then yeah. you patted me on the back. You're like, oh, dude, good choice. No, dude. Years before that, I was like, I hope this. Oh, Bailey actually like marries this guy. He's cool shit. No, but like oh my God. you had a oh, better you had a better like experience than I did. Not that my father-in-law was bad, because you had to a- actually ask him and my dad in in person. Yeah, Lisa's dad lived in Missouri at the time, and again, I was raised by Colin Miller, where you ask fucking permission before <laughs> yeah. you ask a girl's hand in marriage. There's no fucking way around it. You just did it. That's yep. the right way. My dad did it with his with my mom. He asked Artie Staub if he could ask. And Artie Stauber was a man's man, too. I mean, I couldn't even So I called up her dad in the middle of a... Right before I was going to actually make the down payment on the ring. Because, like, yeah. well, I better make sure. He's <laughs> like, hey... Oh, dr-. shit. That was her my dad answered, Her dad's a biker dude. Tattoos everywhere. And he's not a guy I would fuck with, either. Yeah. I must say, I'm not as afraid of him as I am my own father. <laughs> but I also would not want to fight my father-in-law. Yeah. He would kick my ass if it oh, yeah, came yeah, down yeah, to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. He'd kick my... His baby girl's on the line. Here. He'd break my fucking neck without even moving his wrist. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, hey, Jason, how you doing? He's like, oh, hey, Kane, how you doing? I had met him several oh, times yeah, before yeah. this. So like, hey, Kane, how you doing? I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, I'm just hanging out, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, uh, I had a question for you. He's like, yeah. And it's like... I was like, well, Jason, I was kind of, I started dancing around it because I got yeah. nervous. I was, like, I was kind of hoping maybe, a sort of, maybe if uh, if I happen to ask Lisa's hand in marriage. How about you... them Steelers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he's a Packers fan. I didn't mention oh. Packers. I should have. <laughs> I was like, hey, Jason, you know, like, 
I, you know, your daughter means a lot to me. I, I had this whole speech written out that I ended up just throwing out the fucking door because I got so nervous. I, was, hey, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I wanted to show this respect to you because that's how I was raised, and I, I, I love your daughter very much. I was hoping that, you know, I want to ask your your permission to ask her hand in marriage. I haven't asked it yet. I haven't even bought the ring yet. I'm actually standing in front of the fucking <laughs> store to buy the it. The jeweler is waiting for your response. <laughs> I can literally see the, the salesman staring at me. I, I, I wasn't. I was literally standing in front of Fred Myers at the time yeah. where I bought the ring. Like, I was hoping I could ask your hand in marriage. He's like, you know what? Yeah, you've been very respectful of my daughter. You know, you've shown nothing but respect. Good for you. Yeah, you, you have my permission. Of course. I was like, oh, thank fucking God. Because <laughs> like, if he said no, I had this whole contingent plan that I was not looking forward to. We had a kid by that point. Yeah, we had a kid no. at that point. But still, I was like... <laughs> Still, I mean, it's like, yeah. it's his fucking daughter. It's his only daughter. It's yeah. like, no, if he had said right no, thing. I would not have blamed him. I would have I would have done my best to earn his respect, but... Anyways, Red has big balls for Dare asking Colon Miller to you know, I marry will his say, only I do biological give, daughter. I do got, before we sign off, I, gotta, I do got to give a little bit of credit where credit is due. My brother took me to a concert that the, the month that I became engaged... And it's funny because, like, I had been thinking a lot about being engaged. Because me and Bailey had talked about it, obviously. Like, you don't date as long as we did without talking about it once. Yeah, you guys date, you guys date and for years. And I sort of – the weird thing about it is I went to the I, – I, I, to, I totally sold Bailey on this thing where I was like, look, I'm just not ready for marriage yet, right? But then I started – like, me and Bailey just, like – we had this, like, weird era in our relationship where all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, I can't imagine not marrying this girl. Which is just a weird turnaround for a yeah. young man, right? Yeah, I get it. And I was like, I can't imagine not marrying this girl. Like, I was like, if I'm going to raise kids, if I'm going to be married, if I'm going to do anything, I don't want to do it with someone else, right? Yeah. And you guys have been together how long? Five years? Four or five years? Six years, six no, years before you got engaged? engaged? Yeah, four and a half years. Which is fucking awesome. It was, it was like five years almost because we started dating in it. Well, Late December, we, we got engaged. Which is amazing. We started dating in January. Because me and Lisa <laughs> have been together maybe January 20th. Like, almost a year before we got engaged. And then we had a kid by then. Yeah. Well, we were in high school. Different so. situation, but still. Yeah. And uh, so I got to give credit, though, where credit's due. So we, me, my brother took me to a concert, and it was uh, of Monsters and Men. They're like an alternative yeah. indie band. I know who they are. They're like one of my favorite bands now. They're pretty good. Fuck, live? Like, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. But then, like, I remember in the middle of the concert, like, between songs, like, my brother randomly asked me, randomly it was so fucking random he's like so when are you and bailey gonna get married or when are you gonna ask her to marry you and i was like dude what the fuck like it's so weird you ask that because like i seriously have been thinking about it so much today and then he's like yeah that is random and that week i went out and bought the ring yeah and jason went with me we picked it out and everything and dude. it was just like so weird so i gotta give a little bit of credit to jason because like i don't know if it would have happened nearly as quick if he didn't say anything i probably would have yeah. stewed on it some more like well i know, remember like, like the right toy before you had asked me I mean, I would talk to Bailey about it, my dad and mom. But I remember me and my mom having specific conversations like, you know, Bailey is free to do whatever she wants, obviously. My mom is not like the kind of person like, you have to marry him right now. Yeah. She, she's not that. She not, she's actually really extremely modern and liberal. Yeah. But but, but she was also like, oh, fucking, I love Rhett. I hope, <laughs> I hope the God she marries I know, that and I loved your mom so much. Like, But like, I remember your mom, before you asked the question, like, God. I hope he asks her soon because those like again, Rhett is me and Sean Monster Addict started it, but Rhett is the reason why that band even existed after year one. 
And so, but that, that's not the only point, but like, Rhett was such a huge part of my life. I, I was like, oh God, if Bailey ever broke up with him, like, that would <laughs> suck because Bailey, my blood, my sister, one of my best friends, I have to back her 100% every time. It's like, that would fucking suck if right. I have to, like, Bailey, I, I have to back Bailey over Rhett. Yeah. I, I, no offense, Rhett, I would because she's my my blood, my sister, I would back her over you any second of the right, day. Yeah. But I was like, Fuck, I hope they never break up because I love that dude so much. So yeah. when you asked her, to, when when you asked my dad permission and asked her, I was like, "Thank fucking God," because I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. Big balls, this big. No, you you no no, dude, you have the biggest. And uh, to end this out, everybody know Red has the biggest nuts I've ever seen because Cole Allen Miller. Have you seen him up close, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I actually haven't seen your nuts. I don't need to, but. You want to see I, him right now? I don't need to. No. Oh. But you, yeah, dude, I have uh, most respect for you for even daring to ask Cole Allen Miller, the the, the the man, the one man in this entire you punched world. punched a German Shepherd out. <laughs> no, he not just punched, but choked out a German Shepherd and then punched its owner. I would, yeah, I have uh, the utmost respect for you, dude, and uh, I'm glad you're my brother-in-law. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, for sure. Dude. Anyways, that'll do it for. <laughs> Didn't get to the duel, but well, we kind of did uh, Goldberg and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we kind of did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe sure. we'll do another one with. Well, that. what can I say? I got the biggest balls you've ever seen yeah. up close, or tasted, or smelled. In retrospect, we got off topic quite a bit. We had planned on debating on something else, but we'll this, we'll get there next. We'll time. We'll get there next time. But anyways, that's duel of taste for this week. I'm Kane. I'm Rhett. It's a trap.